I'm going to tell you about the week properly later, but okay. I've got to, there's been a couple of, um, since we last spoke, there has been a spike in my uh, personal love life. Excellent. Um, basically, I got dicked. Um, <gasps> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It was a very enjoyable experience. I had a great time. Thank you for asking. Uh, but on Wednesday, I was in work. I was in London for the first time at this fucking year. And I get a text message at 1pm saying, are you working from home today? I was like, oh, no, I'm in London today, pal. Sorry. He's like, fair. I was wondering if you wanted smashing on your lunch break. <laughs> yeah. I obviously tried to make play it cool and was like, oh, that's definitely an offer I would have um, taken up, taken you up on if I was at home. You'll have to hit me up next week. Um, but then at the same time, just doing some internal calculations, like, okay, so it takes me an hour and a half to get home. What meetings do I have this afternoon? Do I need to be here for the rest of the day? <laughs> like, going to why, can only, <coughs> why can he only nut you at lunchtime? Why he can't, can't, but I just know that he has a day off on a Wednesday. And I think it was just... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, the impulsiveness of it was definitely up my street, if you catch my drift. Yeah, but it was just one of those where I was walking out to get lunch as well with a friend, and I literally just read my messages and just went properly red-faced and just started giggling. I was like, ah! oh, 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 oh. I was like, fucking hell, why am I in London right now? Like, I'm never out of my house. <laughs> like, literally, this whole pandemic, I've been in my home. And for one of the first times I'm not in my home and I have the option to get smashed, apparently. And where the fuck am I? On the fucking circle line, mate. Mate, nowhere fucking near. Nowhere fucking near. So um, if I am chipper this week, comparatively, it's because I recently have had a release of endorphins. A dick appointment. I'm so pleased I've had a dick appointment. Yes. <laughs> and the worst part about it was is I did have a sex injury um, oh. for a good couple of well pretty much a week I'd, which was it was a massive carpet burn on my left knee um, nice <laughs> but unfortunately I spent a lot of time with my mother last week and it was very hot so my legs were out the whole time it's like literally straight away spotted what is that on your knee I was like um, I was doing some gardening <laughs> just <laughs> just don't don't embellish just i was doing some gardening i'm not even gonna try and come up with a story just i was doing some gardening okay Excellent. is that is that okay for you um so that was quite interesting but also i was proudly parading it around like you know what this is everybody knows what this is your girl got a sex injury carpet burn yeah sexiest of all the sex injuries yeah literally so so early 20s to get a carpet burn. Uh, but here we are. Apparently, you guys are slut again. Good. I'm really pleased. I'm so happy. I'm Thank loving, you, yes. Loving this journey for you. <laughs> I love this journey for me too. <laughs> Aww. I know. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Aww. And thank you to everyone who stuck by me in this really tough, tough drought. Um, <laughs> it's not been easy. It's It's not been a fun time for anybody, but we've made it through. The wilderness. Somehow we made it through. Because I was like a fucking virgin again. You were what? I was, that was the opening gambit from Like a Virgin. I made it through the wilderness. Somehow I made it through. Didn't know how lost I was. 
until I found you. I was being incomplete. Okay, we don't. Yeah. This, we don't no, we don't have the licensing for that. Um, we don't. We're going to get sued. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if Madonna hears this, I think I'd be more pleased that Madonna's listened <laughs> than she Do found us. Could you imagine? Our oh, listenership, no. like 30, 40 randomers from yeah. like, regional England and Madonna. And Madonna. Great. Do you know what I think I just did, though? In my what? excitement of singing Like a Virgin, I think I've actually just deleted our intro and outro. Oh, no. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, excuse me. I'm just... You're I'm just trying to find it now. Um, play some hold music. dedicated to those moments in life so tragic so embarrassing so pathetic so frustrating that the only solace is that they make a good story we are your hosts Chardon and Freuda we've seen each other in the meat space oh my goodness since in we real last time. recorded it feels like fucking ages ago I know. already it was literally two Fridays ago I know crazy times but what a wonderful two Fridays ago that we had I know we went we went to Camden Market and a little yeah. mooch around yeah, and Mooch we did. Got some fucking side eye from that bitch trying to sell me a ring, indicating that my pinky finger was too fat for the ring I'd chosen. Yeah, Freud had picked up a ring and the shop owner was like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> like she hadn't just bitch, watched me try you... on 20 rings. What are you saying about my sausage fingers, bitch? <laughs> but also, it's fat, it squishes, so... We mm. saw some uh, anti-vaxxers. We did, it, without it like shoes a weird... on. A weird mix of people. There were like old, sort of conservative-looking women, mm-hmm. and then lanky hippie men, white men with dreadlocks with like no shoes on, handing out leaflets. And there was like anti-vax rap music blaring from a speaker, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious that that even exists. It was like, mm, yeah, don't get the vaccine. Yeah. Uh-uh, don't get the vaccine. Oh, no. oh no, don't do it. And I'm like, someone's made that. Someone's gone into a studio and made that. Someone's actually used their personal time. On top of all of that, I think I gave pervise to pretty much any merely attractive human being I saw. You received a lot of pervise. I I mean, got a lot of them were weirdos and uh, drunk. Drunks. But do you know what? I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take that energy and move forward to my next dick appointment. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then we went to a vag museum. We saw the vaginas. Can't recommend enough. The Vagina Museum. In so Canada. good. It was really good laugh. Um, so good. And not just I a was laugh, like it was actually informative. Than I expected to be. Like when we discussed it beforehand, I have pre warned you that, oh, don't expect to be going with a grown up. And I don't think until we got to the gift shop element of it that I found any of it remotely funny. Yeah. But there was it's like, like well, this it wasn't. Really... This is the thing. I think, you know, you think, oh, it's funny. Yeah. But actually, 
uh, the exhibition they've got on is about periods throughout the ages. It's actually yeah. just really interesting. It was really, really interesting. Yeah. And but when we got to the when we got to the gift shop and they'd made like felt vaginas and <laughs> like I mean, knitted fannies, I just felt that that is never not going to be funny. I know, like. Yeah, I'd I'd quite happily wear some fanny earrings, but they've got to be like subtle. Like no, these if, were flappy. If you look out. at them for twenty seconds, you go, "Oh yeah, that's a fanny." Like yeah. not just flappy lips. Like no. hands hands off to you if that's your cup of tea. Um, it but, wasn't. Um, it was too overt for for both of us. And I thought there was a moment where you might waver, but you did not go for the fanny flaps at all. That was yeah. good. What's your show? Went to see a show. What was so funny though is when my mother, so my mother visited Chardin and her mother mm-hmm. last Thursday. And then on the Friday when I saw my mother, because she was visiting from her home country, um, when I saw her, bear in mind she knows that we saw each other the week before. Yes. She was giving me so much Chardin detail, like I hadn't seen you in a year. What kind of things was she She was like, oh, she's looking so good now. And, like, she's got this really cool undercut thing that was, like, so shardin. And, <laughs> like, uh, do you know, like, when you just kind of give, like, details, like, if Literally. you genuinely hadn't seen someone for a year. And I'm like, bitch, I saw her last week. What are you doing? What? Literally she's a week ago. She's not your ago. friend. She's my friend. Yeah, excuse me. She's on my friend. And, like, she was... um just sort of get whatever you were telling her, she was repeating it back to me like it was new information. Like she was the bearer of news from Chardonland. Aww. Like we don't communicate or we hadn't just seen each other a week before. <laughs> um, and it was quite funny. Um, but what also was quite funny, and this is really veering off topic and just talking about my mother now. Cool. And it's something, it's a kind of a question I wanted to ask you and it might just be, like a mum's thing so interesting my mum has a favorite part of the drive to the airport okay and every time we come to that particular part of the drive to the airport she will always go this is my favorite bit every time (laughs) right like and I used to think it really irritated me but it's actually super super cute and then when I went up with my friend Bev I bet you went, oh, it's my mum's favourite I literally did. I just, I turned to her as he came to it and I went, oh, my mum always tells me this is her favourite bit. And she just sort of looked at me and went, your mum's got favourite bit of the drive. I was like, yeah, let's not judge her. Okay. Can I, can I ask, like, I mean, so this is from, is it like on the M25? No, so it's like from, it's the back of beyond of sort of Chelmsford. So when you're going up to Sandset, you can go this really sort of like, we call it a swirly-whirly way because we don't actually know where it is. The swirly-whirly cool. way in sort of the villages. And it's farmland and you sort of crest kind of a hill and cut across. And then so to the left of you, all you can see is fields and farms and stuff. Right. Um, and it's actually really lovely. And then when I was driving my mum back on Monday, she said it again. But like I was waiting for it <laughs> as we were coming up to it. It's the first time I feel like I'd actively waited for it. And as we were coming up to it, she went, oh, this is my favourite bit. And I just started laughing straight away. Um, and it was just really, really sweet. And I just thought... You're like, yeah, mum, I know. You fucking said it like three days ago. <laughs> but also, like, if you hadn't have said it, I'd have been furious. 
because Aww. I've got such an expectation now. Like, as I was driving up to it, I was like, oh, mum's going to tell me it's her favourite bit. And then we sort of crested the hill and she didn't say anything. And I was like, she's not going to fucking tell me it's her favourite bit. How fucking dare she? And then there she's going, oh, this is my favourite bit. I was like, fucking yes, of course it's your favourite bit. Um, is it, I mean, I need to ask, is it worthy? Is it picturesque? Oh, it's, it, of, of the drive to Stansted Airport, it is the, it is arguably the nicest Is that it? I mean, like, yeah, I've got a favourite bit of the M25, but it's like saying, oh, it's my favourite toenail. Like, I don't really, <laughs> yeah. don't really like any of them. But, so my question is, is there anything that, like, from your mum that she, and I mean, my mum has said this for years. So we used to go to Ireland, like, two or three times a year, mm. and we'd always drive the same way, and every time we come to that bit, she would always tell me it's her favourite bit, like, without fail. <laughs> so is there, a, is this a mum thing, or is this a my mum thing? Like, does your mum have something that she needs to reiterate? She either hates, loves, favourites, whatever it is, but every time, like, it's brand new information to you. I know a, a lot of people who do this, and actually my mum is not the main culprit for stuff like this. So I'm, I'm sure she must have some, but I can't think of any. The person who does this a lot is my dad. Oh, God, yes. Hi, Dad. Get some dad content. <laughs> it is Father's Day. Well, it will have been it Father's is. Day it w- it by will the time be. this comes out. Yeah. My dad has like um, a couple of... Um, hi, Dad. He does listen to the podcast. Oh, hi, Dad. <laughs> With his mates at work. Oh, my God, no, don't tell me that. I just sang about having a dick appointment. Are you on... No. What? My dad doesn't care about your dick appointments. I care him. about your dad knowing about my dick appointments. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mr. Chardon. How dare you do it? It's fine. Um, you just you can't look him in the eye next time you see him. <laughs> um, he has a couple of sort of pre-prepared um, pet peeves that he will go <laughs> on. Um, and if they come up in conversation, he will... Um, generally, and I say this with love, but say the sort of same few points he's been saying about these things for the okay. last twenty five years. And uh, one is disco music. <laughs> Doesn't like disco music. He's like, I remember when I was growing up, they were always playing this rubbish. I thought it was a load of shit. Okay, so just for context, in like nineteen seventy, which you think of as disco, disco time, was everywhere. Yeah, my dad was six, so he wasn't at the club like <laughs> listening to disco music. He just had a bit of Bee Gees on in the background and detested them that much, did he? I can assume he maybe had a girlfriend who played endless disco music. In fact, okay. it might be his current girlfriend. <laughs> um, uh, disco music, cats. Um, he the was musical jo- or the animal. An animal, right? Uh, wonderful. He makes he always makes jokes about taxidermy. Like, oh, I, yeah, I like cats, but I'd like them better, like, covered Stuffed. in sawdust or something, yeah. Um, and uh, fast food is the big one. Right. Uh, although he's softened on that over the years. Uh, but, yeah, it doesn't like, uh, yeah. McDonald's, and do these just get trotted out? Is it like that they come as a three or just if someone no, 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 starts not necessarily. talking about cats? He will say he likes cats, but prefers them when they're covered in sawdust. No, if it comes around in conversation, uh, his uh, prepared stand-up routine about how he hates cats or how he hates uh-huh. disco music will just emerge and um, uh, like clockwork. And I mean, he rants about other less pre-prepared things as well, but those are sort of the These three. These are the consistents. Okay. But yeah, for yeah, and um, and uh, and his perspective hasn't changed. Uh, <laughs> so there's been it, no growth. <laughs> there's a bit of growth he had a cat actually my goodness when he got together with his current girlfriend she had a cat so he had to live with the cat yeah, with the, the cat, cat the cat sadly passed away um, did it of... get stuffed afterwards 
Mercifully, no. Oh, <laughs> he I fell through on good. on all of his claims. <laughs> um, but now his attitude is: well, that was that was the one good cat. That was the only likable oh, right. cat. Okay. Any other cat is gonna be a dick. Okay, I see. Oh, Joel, this I is see. a funny story. Dad, you'll have to forgive me. I'm going to tell it. So, and I feel partially responsible for this. So, when Dad's <laughs> girlfriend, we'll call her Dad's girlfriend, because um, <laughs> I don't want to name her, um, uh, when this cat, who she'd had a very long time, passed away, she was obviously very sad, saying she wanted another cat. Dad was like, no, there's only one good cat, and that cat died. Um, so... <laughs> And I sort of said to Dad's girlfriend on a couple of occasions, I was like, you know, it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Yeah, like, of just, course. Just get just, the fucking just cat. Just get a fucking cat. But I can't have been the only person who put this point of view across to her because she did do that. <laughs> she went to a shelter or something and mm-hmm. came back with this huge, great, this huge ginger cat at home, I think. And my dad went ballistic and made her take oh. it back. Oh, no! You had to take the cat back to the cat shop. Oh my god! <laughs> oh and my I was god. like, "Oh no!" I felt for sure that if there was another cat in the house, he, he would just fall. Say no. Well, he would just fall in love with the cat, or he'd feel bad for Dad's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but I think this particular cat was a huge and b pissed all over everything. But oh he was god. like, "But I felt bad because I felt bad for the cat. I don't want to send the cat back to the cat pound." <laughs> How long did the cat last? Oh, like an afternoon. I don't oh, know, not long. We didn't even give it an overnight stay. I, I can't remember. I don't think so. <laughs> but but yeah, I thought he'd softened more on the cat front, wow. and um and I I I felt sorry for any part I played in encouraging this maverick maneuver of just getting a cat and hoping for the best. Wow. <laughs> He'll get over it. There'll be more cats. I'm but sure yeah. that there will be more cats, but maybe he just needs to be involved in the picking of the cat. Maybe. Maybe. But anyway, I, there must be examples more like your mum's thing, which are like mm. the same line, but I can't, I'm going to put my mind to that. I think. Yeah, you'll have to let me know because... I'm, just, sure my, I'm sure my mum must have some, but I can't... It just made me laugh head. so much um, when she did it because I don't think I'd actually really noticed it until I'd repeated it to Bev and said, oh, this is my mum's favourite bit. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, oh, because she tells me every time. We drive to to the airport that this is her favourite bit. And she just turned around to me and went, that's really weird that your mum's got a favourite bit of the drive. It's like, well, that's Mrs. Freuder for you. Uh, do you, I mean, we haven't planned a topic this week. But no, I think we both, both you and I have just had stupid things happen to oh, us this week. Oh my God, this week has been absolutely horrendous. Would you go like on. to go first? Yeah, do you know what? I will. So, well, <laughs> well that's a good cut point, actually. Like, yeah. Um, so I have a story to tell. I'm gonna tell it, and then after I've told it, I'm gonna decide if it stays in the episode. Okay. <laughs> because it involves revealing that I've lied to <gasps> some close um, you know, family members. Oh my god, I'm so keen for uh, this. So bear in mind you did text me about this earlier this week <laughs> and refused to tell me. Bear in mind you told me that something ridiculous has happened but you cannot put it in the podcast and I said, Well you have to tell me and you said no, because you might still put it in the podcast. So <laughs> I had even, a change of heart. Okay, yeah, I had a change of heart. Within like five minutes your heart changed. But I mean I'm here for it. You're gonna have my live reaction and this has been a week's worth of anticipation. Oh don't it's not gonna measure up now. Like 
like in the no, moment, no, no. in the moment, it was like a ridiculous situation. I don't okay. know if it's going to be as funny to listen back okay, to. Okay, 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 okay. So, I mean, it's an echo, really, of a previous story. So, last Saturday, I, uh, which will be two Saturdays ago by the time this comes out, mm-hmm. um, I uh, went to the gym as I sometimes do, uh, and uh, when I go to the gym, I basically put everything in a pocket it's like uh, i wear fabletics athletic yeah. clothes very nice can't recommend enough and there's like a pocket just on the bottom of your hip like just above your bum and there's enough room in there for like your car key your gym card your mask that's it and then um, that's all one needs and so i did that i got to the gym i did all my gym stuff and then i go to leave and i reach into my pocket and as I'm going down the stairs in the gym, I realise that my car key is not there. Um, so I can't get into my car. I have a spare car key at home. However, my house keys are in my car. <laughs> so I, <laughs> it's, it's, it's similar in ways to me being mm-hmm. stuck at mm-hmm. that nightclub that time. Like, I can't do this because I can't do this. Uh, my partner, the chef, has already left for work. Oh, no. Um and so I'm like, I had plans today. I was supposed to go to the dentist. I've got lots of admin to do, like life mm-hmm. admin. And so I was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? And so it's sweltering hot. I'm there in my very sweaty gym gear. And I'm texting, who am I texting at the time? So my mum uh, and my friend, uh, who I've never had to come up with her name for. Uh, let's call her um, Bernadette. Her name's mm-hmm. Bernadette. So, and uh, so I was texting them saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm thinking, oh my God, like at least my mum lives in the area now. Yeah. Am I going to have to sit at my mum's all day? Bearing in mind, waiting for my boyfriend to finish work is not waiting till 5pm. It's waiting till 11pm. Yeah. So just quickly, I mean, I know I promised you that I would stop jumping ahead in the stories. At yeah. what point did you consider, do you know what? I'm just going to quickly go back in the gym and check all the machines I've used. And make no, sure it's not there. I'll tell you what I did. I went, I scoured the gym. Okay. Uh, a, a very nice lady in the gym itself helped me. She hadn't had anything. I stood in line for a very long time to ask the receptionist in case I dropped it in the car park. It might have been hidden, handed uh-huh. in. She was extremely rude to me, but she did take my phone number in case someone handed it in. I then spent a good 20 minutes. I like got on the floor and looked under my car. I looked in between all the cars of the route I might have taken from the car to the gym. I really, I really fucking looked fucking everywhere. I cannot explain to you. I used my boobs as a pocket quite a lot. Mm-hmm. As so previously pro- discussed. I'm properly rooting, like, rooting. <laughs> I, I, checked, the I checked the top of my boobs where things are normally kept, but just in case it slid down, I'm properly rooting under in the crevices of my tits, like, is it there? And I just don't know what to do. I check the pockets in my trousers again and again and again. And I'm sitting on, and I, I call up my boyfriend and I say, I, I, I can't just lose a day. I'm so busy, which sounds awful, but I am quite busy. And I'm like, I can't lose a day of all the things I've got to do and just either hang around easily in my sweaty clothes and no money, no money, of got course, no money. You've only got your gym card. Nothing I've got, only got my gym card. Uh, sometimes you can do an emergency thing with your phone where you get cash yeah. out of a thingy so that might have been okay um, sweaty as fuck maybe mum would have let me had a shower but you'd have still had to get back into your sweaty clothes or borrow some clothes from her which wouldn't be out of the question but like not ideal and and he says on the phone to me he's like I can't 
drive the 45 minute journey back to the house he's a chef he's the only chef in the kitchen on a saturday lunchtime he's like if i leave i can't it didn't like i can't i will have to close the pub Mm -hmm. like that's it and so i wasn't really angry with him but i was quite short on the phone i was like okay well i need to go then and he was like don't be upset with me and i'm like i'm not but if you can't help me i need to go find someone who will help me (laughs) i was i was just like okay well if you can't help me i need to make a plan so i was quite short with him on the phone and i hung up and uh i mean i went back into the building I looked around the stairs again and then I went to the toilets because I was like, I need to have a cry. I'm going to have a little cry and then I'm going to figure out what to do. I'm probably going to just have to go around to my mum's uh-huh. and, and figure out a plan. I sat on the toilet for another 10 minutes, um, just scrolling through my phone, just kind of thinking, what the hell am I going to do? And then I was literally just about to get out of the toilet and it occurred to me that I hadn't, although I've checked my bra, I hadn't really checked my trousers. And I just ran my hands down the back of my thighs. And sure enough, behind my knee, (laughs) what I've done is I've put my car key, not in the little above bum pocket, but properly put it in your legging. I've put it in my leggings. And during the course of the gym, it shuffled all the way down. And there's this car key bump (laughs) poking out the back of these purple Fabletics leggings. And I was... I thought I was in such a state. I thought I was hallucinating. I was like, is this really happening? And I pulled it out and I'm like, I'm holding a car key in my hand. And I was euphoric because I haven't lost my car key. But the first thought I thought is, I cannot tell my boyfriend that this happened. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was so shitty. And I'm sure he felt bad. And... Oh my god. And so I the two people I was texting, I texted my mum the lie. I said someone had handed it in. Oh my god, you actually lied. And then I text my friend Bernadette the truth because I had to tell someone immediately. <laughs> um and and then I text my boyfriend, yeah, oh don't worry. Someone's handed it in. <gasps> Shut up! So, and then I I drove home and got on with the rest of my day and just felt ridiculous. And I still feel this, like, gut-wrenching feeling. Like, I feel like... (laughs) And I just don't know what to do now. Like, Obviously, you tell him. You leave the thing, you let him listen, and you can all be Well, this is the thing. It would be worse if you'd made him, if he had actually driven. Well, exactly. And then you'd found it in the knee crevice by the time he got to you and you get home and then you're like, oh, the gym called me yesterday and they found the key. And that would be That would be like like planned, sneaky bitch territory. is saving face of being a bit short on a mobile... Basically, in the moment, I was so mortified, I couldn't tell him the truth. And by the time he got home that day, I couldn't find a way to tell him because I was so embarrassed. And so I thought, do you know what? This is no longer a punishment for him not being able to help me because that doesn't, that doesn't deserve to be punished. It's not, he doesn't need to be punished for that because it's out of his control. However, what this is now is potentially a bit of a punishment for never listening to these podcasts (laughs) (laughs) because he hasn't listened to any of them. And so I sort of, I don't think so. I'm not sure. 
And my mum isn't very good at listening to them either. So both of them, who I've told the lie to, uh-huh. you know, the truth is here for them, potentially. So what you can do is you can track how much of a supportive partner he is. Because <laughs> when he by gets to... at what point he finally <laughs> just either comes home in a half oh. or sort of the realisation comes over his face as he's listening to it on his headphones and he's like, you lying bitch. I think keep it in. Use this as a test, a test of his devotion. <laughs> I'm worried he'll be so upset with me. Why though, would he I th- be upset? It's because funny. being a chef, like any... Uh, career where you have to do really long hours you know you do feel the strain of not always being able to be there for your loved ones when they need you you're looking too far into this you really are because this is just funny like you literally lied to save face because you were ridiculous and your (laughs) key had buried itself in the back of your knee this is hilarious you can okay not leave this out it has to be kept in and okay. when he does eventually listen if that's in two weeks i don't know if he weeks, ever will he might you have never got to tell me he might never listen to it so this and, could be and, all and about to... a collective secret well i know i need to say that because there are listeners to this podcast who know uh my fiance and um and and hang out with him socially Let's just keep this as a little secret between you and me. <laughs> join me. Join me in this... In your deception. In this deception. Of your future husband. And, and... Oh, God. This sounds awful. Oh, I don't like lying. I don't think it's a... It's not a terrible lie. God, the lies my mum used to tell my dad were hilarious. Absolutely hilarious, ridiculous. Do you know what I would ask you? But on the off chance that either of them ever listen to this, it's it's one it's one thing them destroying their relationship with you. Let's not destroy their relationship with each other. Okay, so there is one that I know that Dad. Can I just can I can I round off this story? Yeah, I just want to say hello, Chef. Love you. I'm sorry I lied. I'm an (laughs) idiot. Um, But you're never going to listen to this anyway because you never listen to my podcast. Unsupportive bastard. Anyway, I love you. Sorry, bye. Uh, (laughs) My thighs are so thick, I didn't notice the key-shaped bump on the back of the... um, leggings are really tight as well. Do you know what I did? I promise. I did like... I got on the, I sat down on the grass for a bit because there's a field next to it, and I did like properly go up and down my legs, but it was like just not at the back, just not where it was. So I really thought I'd exhausted every option, and even when I sat on the toilet for twenty minutes, I didn't didn't feel it in the crevice. It was like a last minute thing of like, I've searched in my bra. Let's make sure. And oh my god, the world froze. Horrendous. Anyway, sorry. Onwards with what you were saying. Uh, there was one there was one great one and mum did tell dad I think a good three or four years afterwards where she bought these absolutely awful curtains but she bloody loved them um, and they were they were truly terrible they were proper granny they were gold I don't know if you remember them they were in the living room mm. and they were like really really dreadful um, made to measure curtains and she told dad that they cost £150 which was a harsh truth because they actually cost £150 each. Each. And, um, <laughs> they cost £150 each. Yeah, literally. So she bought £300 curtains, which were fucking oh. terrible. They were so gross. I mean, they were great quality, wonderfully lined, perfectly fitted, but they were gross. But gold as well. Yeah, they like, were terrible. Bro- they were like brocade. It was awful. And um, 
I remember it was about three or four years later, and I think it was me that dobbed her in. Um, and we were just probably having one of our many, many family dinners where we were all really mean to each other. They're singing sexy. Yeah, probably. And I can't remember what we were talking about. I think we were talking about Dad. I think Mum was probably ripping Dad for having poor taste in something. And I was feeling particularly brave that day. <laughs> and just turned around and said, what about those £300 monstrosities that are hanging up in the living room? Oh. And it was just like, what? What? No, Beth, what? What? And everybody's just sort of like, what? And I'm just like, what? What? It's just all of us that like those seagulls from Finding Nemo's. What? 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 <laughs> so what? you didn't mean to dob her in no, about the price. Of... She deserved it. Good. <laughs> she absolutely deserved it. Like, so what I'm talking about is there are worse lies than saying that somebody handed a key in because you couldn't face telling your partner after being a dickhead to him that they were in your knee crease, okay? <laughs> so don't you worry, my darling. My knee crease. Your knee crease. I love that. Oh I love God. that journey for you. I hate that journey for me. I know. I know. Do you know what also happened um, this week? And you can weigh in on this just because we're talking about this. There's a lot has happened in the last week. Um, okay. My mother came to visit. She's gone now. Thank God. My dad is over. He's here for a month. Um, and I made the fucking error of saying to my mum and my sister whilst we were out having lunch, because they were both saying there's this new trend of saying, Hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's not new. Hundred percent that. But just the overness of it. Like hundred okay. percent has always been around. But like I've, I don't know if I've just noticed it more recently, or it's in the zeitgeist more, or whatever it is. But it just feels like rather than someone going, yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and it drives me fucking mad. It absolutely drives me. Mad. Now I've never corrected <laughs> oh, anybody. Yeah, never corrected anybody on it. But I have said. I just, you know, I'm not a big fan. And I don't use it myself. And so we were at lunch. And I can't remember who said something about something, you know, whenever else. If it's not me talking, I don't pay attention. Of course. I said to mum and my sister, um, oh, I just, I've really noticed that everybody's using 100%. It's really annoying. Like, I think it's the new vibe. Everything's a vibe. Everything's 100%. So then for the preceding five days that that dickhead was here. You fucking say, you fucking made a rod for your own back there, But she'd say, she's fucking bitchy with it. And I think, <laughs> I don't know if this is mother's or what, but like she'd so over-exaggerated me, be like, oh, shall we go to here later on? She'd be like, oh yeah, 100%. I'm like, do you know what? I don't fucking like you. <laughs> I don't fucking like you at all. Don't. Your mum did this to me because I once, I don't know, when I was young, when I was greeting her at the door, she went, hello, and I went, oh, hello, dear. Oh, yeah, I know. Now she always calls me dear. Now she always dear. calls me dear. She's like, hello, dear. <laughs> hello, dear. <laughs> Oh I love God. my mother, but she is a dickhead. And it's just the way she like, <laughs> make sure that like I'm looking at her, I'm locking eyes, and she'd go, oh, 100%. 100%. I'm like, do you know what? You can fucking walk to Stansted. You enjoy your scenic route, okay? <laughs> you are not getting me in, You're not getting me to drive you up there, you dickhead. 100%. 100%. 100%. Um, so, yeah, that's the new one. Oh my god! Um, that I just—I handed her on a plate. I fucking handed it to her on a plate. I know. I'd forgotten. I'd honestly forgotten because <sighs> naive, and I was—I was blinded by love of my parents, 
and how much I've missed them that I forgot. Oh, you're such a good daughter. That I really dislike a lot of things that they do. Um, yeah, so that was wonderful. But yeah, other than that, this week has been truly terrible. Um, tell me more, tell me more. Well, I missed a potential car. dick appointment by being in London on Wednesday. That's still yeah. not over the heartbreak of that. Still tragic. Um, my family's still sad. Um, but the worst <laughs> thing, and what has been so funny, there's a couple things, um, is like a gift that keeps on giving. So yesterday, Brilliant. in a state of what can only be described as delirium, now I know that a lot of people are going to be, you know, smallest violin in the world and whatever else, but I'm just going to preface this by saying... For the last year and a half, I've worked from home. At the very beginning, I tried. I tried really hard to maintain my previous schedule of waking up at half past five in the morning, being up, getting myself ready, because we thought this was going to be a very short thing. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I was very sensible in thinking that the minute I start letting myself sleep in till half seven, eight o'clock, I'm never going to get back in the habit. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you, children. It's really fucking hard to get back in the habit. It sure is. I can sympathise completely. Yeah, so this week I've been in the office. We've had some big wigs over um, coming in for meetings and stuff. So I've been in the office Tuesday to Thursday. Yesterday was my last day. And yesterday the meeting started at nine o'clock. So I had to be in the office at eight. Mm -hmm. So I got up at quarter past five. I got the half past six train. I travelled into London. And I'm going to say by one o'clock I became... Of no use. I was no longer useful. <laughs> it was day three of being in London. My body was not used to the commute. It wasn't used to just being around people in the same way that I used to be. And doing all of the walking during the day. And just, I know it all sounds really, really boo freaking hey, but... It just, I wasn't coping very it is, well. No, do you know what? I'm sure I've had this conversation with a lot of people. Just doing anything yeah. is, is ten times more exhausting. Having to talk to other people completely drains you. We've had a year of not having, your brain not having to yeah. balance it Also, I'm sure everyone can sympathise. And it was a very bad day. So my boss sent me out for a cup of coffee. Not for him. Uh, not for me, sorry, for him. And um, he did tell me I could get something for myself as well, which was nice. lovely and patronizing in equal measure i'm um, no i'm he's a lovely guy i can't be mean um and anyway so he asked me to go get him a coffee because he had a meeting starting and would i mind and i was like no 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 of course not you know i'll take i'll take my company card whatever else now go to the lift and i'm gonna i'm gonna be real with you here i was dicking around what were you i was doing? dicking around i had my music on i was listening to actually i was <laughs> I was Come on. listening to Bo Burnham Inside content. Yes! <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy you're on the Bo Burnham train. I'm on that bandwagon. Yes, bitch. And so I was definitely dicking around. Were you um, doing a dance? Can you show me? Look at no, me I just wasn't. I, think I was just like twirling my badge and just, you know, just like, look at me, just some content. Just dicking. <laughs> just dicking. Just and dicking. the lift's open. And because I was sort of dicking around, my footing was a bit off. And so my hand smacked into the lift doors. Mm-hmm. Which is not even a big deal, but I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Sometimes if I if I hit something, like if my hand hits something and I'm holding it, straight away my hand will just release whatever is in my hand. Okay. It will just open up. And it opened up. My wallet fell out of my hand and I thought, <laughs> silly me. Had a quick look around. Uh, there was no wallet anywhere. <clears throat> it had fallen down the little gap. <clears throat> In the lift shaft. Uh, oh. And it went ping, 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 ping. I was on the top floor. 
He went ping, 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 all the way down. So then I obviously just sort of stand there for a second and go, what? So it went down to the floors underneath? The ground floor. It went all the way down to the basement. How many floors are in your building? No, I mean, so just... with the basement, it'll be five floors. Okay. Now I'm thinking skyscraper. Like, it's not like oh, gosh, floors. no, no, no. It's a lovely little um, listed building in, in West London. Skyscraper. Um, West London. West London. Yeah, sorry. West London. And uh, so, <laughs> and, you know, you just sort of stand there for a second. You're like, I don't. I just want to rewind. I this. don't really understand what just happened. Like, it can't have just fallen down. The gap is literally an inch wide. Like, how? How have the stars aligned? <laughs> so this has, I mean, presumably your own wallet. Information oh, it's everything. It's all but also the cu- but also the company card that yeah, you're going to buy everything. some coffee on. My train Shit. tickets to get home. Oh, my no. debit cards, my credit cards, my ID, my Boots Advantage card. All of it was on there. Wait, your Boots Advantage? My card? Boots Advantage card. I was only game. fifty more pounds away from five pence off. No. no. And- Do you know what I did? Because I saw you post a picture on Instagram of this event. And I saw you had a cafe uh, Nero, Nero card with only nine one stamps. <laughs> nine fucking stamps, and I was like, "No, thank God, thank <laughs> if God." If I'd lost that, I would have been devoid. So sorry, I've sort of spoiled the ending. No, 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 it's fine. So, but the best thing was, so I obviously in my panic went running back into the office to my head of HR who was in on that day, and I just sort of went up to her and I was like, "I don't know what to do, but my card has just fallen. My my wallet's." Just got down the lift shaft, and she obviously, being an absolute trooper, then just sort of ran with me out into our reception area and just did the same thing as me and just sort of looked around on the floor for any kind of purpose of what we can do to retrieve this wallet. She was like, you're, ha- you're going to have to go downstairs, go downstairs, speak to the receptionist, get them to call somebody out. I was like, okay, okay, okay. But because she'd run out with me, mm-hmm. we have security access in the building so you cannot go into the main office without your access pass. But she'd run out with me. And then no. I got in the lift, which you also need for access to you. <laughs> I got in the lift and went downstairs and let the poor head of HR up in reception for like a good 10 minutes until I finally reappeared. And she was like, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. So I waited three hours for this incredibly good looking, good looking to be debated, because I don't know if he was good looking or if he was just, you know, hero complex. He's also, a tradie. You know, you've always Oh my got... God, we know I love a fucking tradie. We know you love a tradie. I love a tradie. And, um, and also, like, he was really sexy, but I don't know if he was I attractive. I wish, I wish I could conjure up a picture of this man. I'm imagining sort of Danny DeVito. Like, no, he was like... He here's was your wallet. <laughs> he was tall. He was like muscular build, but not toned muscular like looked like he worked with his hands but didn't obsess about how he looked oh you could dive into my lift shaft and yeah day. and he was i'm gonna say he was early 40s okay. and he literally i mean he must have i don't think it in my rose tinted glasses he hoiked open the lift doors and jumped into the sort of basement area and retrieved all of my belongings and just handed them up to me on this little pillow i mean he probably pressed a button and the doors opened and, you know, whatever yeah. else. But he did probably, like, Spider-Man it down and then he Spider-Man it back up. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And, How can I ever repay you? <laughs> yes, do you need... I'm so sorry, but I don't have any money. Uh, do you need a... 
Do you need a reward? Um, <laughs> I'm sure we can work something out. <laughs> yeah. Bear in mind, this is literally his fucking job. <laughs> He's getting yeah. paid to come out. It's not so really I'm, I'm, I'm paid by uh, by head office. Yeah. No, oh, well, I'm sure you need some more compensation. I, I just, I want to show you how grateful I really am. Um, and he just left without any ceremony. He was like, all right, bye. It was like, oh, oh bye. It could have been beautiful. Yeah. Will you be my wife? Um, and um, so off he went. And then obviously I posted on Instagram that I finally had my cards back. But obviously because this happened in the middle of the day, not a lot of people, unless you're me, who's generally unmotivated with your work most days, <laughs> you're not looking at your social medias during the day. I mean, I saw it. Actually, no, that's not true. I saw the, I saw both exactly. the, the, the so issue and the resolution all the at once. The gift that has kept giving late into the evening yesterday when everybody's starting to look at their Instagrams and like are finding yeah. my stories. And oh, literally, it's, I'm saying I've got about 10 of people seeing the first one going, oh my God, what, what the fuck? Oh shit. <laughs> oh no. And then literally 10 seconds later, Phew! Oh my god, I can't believe you got back. So happy, amazing. I was definitely <laughs> like, at least one. Yes, yeah, literally. It was, I think everybody, and I think what's so quite interesting to see as well is just how common some of our phrases are. I'm going to say 50% of the people that responded talked about it being a roller coaster. The other 50 referred to it as a journey. Can you stop? If- I'm a comic genius. Can you stop telling me how like <laughs> everyone else I am? So uh- you literally said, it's so funny. So at 18.02, no! 18.02, oh my God, what a journey. <laughs> <laughs> and then your friend Bernadette, who I assume is is the friend. Yes. Um, she messaged me the ghost shock face, like yes. seven of those emojis. <gasps> <gasps> and then that was at 18.10. Okay. And then at 18.10, phew, that was a roller coaster of emotions, these two slides. Oh and so just copied that pattern. And it really has been the gift that's kept giving. The other thing, and this is me being a dick, right? You say that like it's a novelty. How dare you? My (laughs) cousin messaged me to say, your Sorkoyan account number is on show. You should delete this off your story. Okay. And in my head, I'm like, give a shit. And then in my head, I'm like, hold on. Is that the right stance to give a shit? Googled it. Double checked. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Give a shit. But then still message her back saying, tar babes, haven't removed it. Because if people want to drop me money by seeing my thought code and account number, then all donations are welcome. I know. I don't think they can take money from you. You can't take money from the All they can do is give you money. Yeah, that's literally it. So when she was like, you know, when someone if, you're, if you work you, for a bank firm, don't at us. I don't care about the well, answer. Well, no, you don't. So I used to work for a bank and I know it's all like, you can't even set up a direct debit without having a debit card. No. So, like, fuck you, cousin. And I've really belligerently left it on there. Like, really, almost spitefully. Oh, my God, for a second, sorry, you just brought... Uh, so Freud's hand holding a glass of water just came into the frame and I thought it was somebody else I'm like oh my god is, <laughs> is the dick appointment here is the dick appointment here now I don't mean to keep you welcome come join us <laughs> they're like this oh hello babe here's your water I've got really beautifully manicured nails <laughs> 
Okay, thank you very much for listening to Misery Loves Company. If you have a tragic story of your own, we would love to hear from you. You could be a guest on the show. In fact, uh, next week, potentially, we have the last of, like, the first flurry of guests. The first flurry of people who got in touch with me. Um, So if you've been thinking about it, or like, oh, I don't know, or whatever, now is the time. Uh, Yeah. Well, I've got my friend Mary coming around tomorrow. Previously mentioned Mary, approved name, because as you know, stated before, Mary Magdalene. So I'm yes. really hoping that I can bully her um, yes. into joining us, because it will take a bully. Um, and she listens. She's actually probably one of our most avid listeners. Um, so she really needs to put in what she's getting out. You know? <laughs> Give a little tank around, you know what I mean? Literally, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours for your free oh. content. <laughs> and look, I made you some content. Daddy made you your favorite open mind. <laughs> um, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Yeah, my my boss texts me uh one of the songs from the Bo Burnham special. Like, isn't oh this God. great? And I'm like, honey, like I haven't watched it four times. Like, <laughs> major digression. Major digression. Um, major digression. So yeah, you could be a guest on the show, or you could write in and have us read out a story if you prefer that. Everything is kept totally anonymous. Um, so if that tickles your pickle, then get in touch at miserypodcast at gmail.com. Our intro music is Zombie Funk by Steve Poloni. And if you perverts want to follow us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Misery Loves Cast. We've been Chardon and Freuder. Join again in a fortnight. You bring the company and we'll bring the misery.